0: the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Today, our featured guest is Stephen Tuig. And Stephen Tuig is Tony Robbins' Senior Business Specialist. He's a game changer. He's a linchpin. He's an implementation specialist and facilitator. So Stephen's worked with companies ranging from startups like yours uh, in India to multinational corporations. He's also helped thousands of business owners to be more productive, strategic, and successful. That's what we all want, right? He's consistently supported multiple companies and expanding their brand based upon a more effective business map as well as having trained sales teams on sales process for Fortune 500 companies. We all hate sales, but we got to do it. Without sales, there's no revenue. Without revenue, there's no company. One of Stephen's proven specialties is developing systems and strategies to support new products, positioning, or market segments. And that's specifically what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into it, Stephen, welcome to the show. Fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you, sir? Thank you, Joseph. I'm really
1: excited to be here. I've been, I've been listening to your First, long-time listener, first-time talker. <laughs> so thank you very much. Um, yeah, so my, I guess my, uh, my magic is, is, is getting things from the start point up and going to begin with. So that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to be here is that, um, you know, before, even before Tony, I worked for Gateway Computers, and while I was working with Gateway, we uh, I built the I was the linchpin for their solutions department. The last comp the last division they had that actually made any money that was actually profitable when they we went under. Then left that and went and did some stuff for some friends, got some software distribution companies up and running. And then when I came over to Tony, actually came over here and he moved into what's called the business mastery division and built the whole kind of thing, the whole kind of thing went up behind me, people and, and dialers and scripts and all that. So, um, really enjoy the starting, the, the starting from ground up and getting that, that swell going is really where I, um, I have, I have the most fun. It's, it's, I think it's, I think it's the most challenging. Um, I, I I love your, 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 your kind of your definition of the first hundred K is it really is a lot of people get stuck in there. And for me, I it's, it's one of the most, I think it's the funnest part of growth is getting that first you know, that first jump up.
0: It's the most fun if you like pain, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? Some of us are just, you know, we're jacked up people. We actually are, you know, we like pain and I'm not one of those people just to be clear, right? With my audience and with you, Stephen, just right out the gate. I'm glad you are. I actually hate the pain. I love the start, but I hate the pain right? I want instant gratification. I want results. I want a high performance team around me that works as hard as I do. And that shows up and literally tells me what they did, not what they're going to do. Yeah. However, that's just not reality most of the time, right? So we're going to get into this. But before we get into it, share something personal that very few people at Tony Robbins company knows about you.
1: Oh shoot! Few things that even Tony knows. Tony, well, there's not much that they know about me that they don't know about me. I'm
0: pre-open book. Um, What's that one see, thing you've been holding back? Come on, give us the, the dirt. One thing
1: I've been holding back. Um, my deepest fear is that I'm not good enough. My deepest fear is that you're not going to love me. And my deepest fear is that this, this, this thing is going to fall flat and everybody's going to give me the big finger. Excuse my language. <laughs> that's, that's a story that still to this day, even after all this stuff, still seems to drive. And I've still got to keep that, that voice in check and, and make sure that it's, it's, it's uh, not driving the bus, so to speak.
0: Wow. Startup nation. Look at this guy, Steven. He just shared his heart with you, his vulnerability. He shared his ugly. We all have ugly inside of us, right? And we try to mask it. We try to cover it up and we show the highlights of our life on social media. And we rarely ever show our humanity. Because we're always trying to look good and avoid looking bad. So Stephen, high five. Kudos to you, buddy. Going right, right there. right Now I know we're going to have an awesome, epic conversation because you just put it out there. So you released your number one fear. It's no longer part of this conversation, sir. That's right. Here we go. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, audience loves context. How much revenue did you do in your coaching practice? I'm mean, going to call it a coaching practice. I get it's not the real term for it because you're working with Tony and in and, and, and this umbrella company and everything. But how much gross revenue did your personal business, so your personal income, do in the past 12 months, approximately?
1: In the past 12 months, um, without, without, without causing any trouble with legal. I'm, I mean, I'm doing over we're doing over the millions. I mean, we, I break, I break, I want to say about 2 million a year.
0: Got it. it in. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Just giving a range. I love it. All right. So how long did it take you in your business and same exact practice coaching your personal income to make your first $100,000?
1: I can remember, I can remember for the first six months I had to pick up my phone, call my phone and dial out just so I knew it still worked. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. I'm telling you, I mean, two jobs. Um, I'm telling you looking for a third like it was that, it was that, am I really moving to, it, you know, it's like following your heart and following your mission. Right, am I still doing, am I doing the right thing here? Am I, I got, I got mm-hmm. six kids, seven kids total. I had six in the home at the time. And so I'm supporting, you know, six kids. Now I'm supporting six kids, two in-laws, four dogs, three cats. Like I got a, I got a whole tribe that I'm dealing with. And so, you know, it's like, well, am I going to, you know, am I going to put myself in a position where me and these six kids are going to be, homeless or am I going to have to go on welfare am I going to have to you know am I going to be that cautionary tale that everybody that was a big mm-hmm. and that whole I'm not good enough that story that I talked about earlier it had all kinds of stuff to attach to oh this 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 this, this it's going to fail I don't know what you were thinking um, and the only thing that kept me going was the the desire first off the desire to show something different for my kids you know um, there's a there's a there's a picture on Facebook that I see all the time of this lion walking. And it says in the context, it's I was going to give up until I saw who was looking. And there's this baby lion looking up at him. Right. And that for me was a big, I mean, I got, I got to feed these kids. And it's like, well, you can go work somewhere and do that. But then it's like, am I feeding them? I'm feeding them physically, but am I feeding them mentally and spiritually? Am I showing them what's possible? Am I pushing the limits? Am I? And so that's what kept me driving through a lot. I mean, it was, it was a scary time. That first, probably first six months to almost a year was a very uh, tumultuous time for me. And it, and it typically is, I mean, if you consider coaching, the human development industry is a seven to $12 billion a year industry, depending on who's, you know, whose numbers you look at. Gardner expects it to grow through, it was like 7% compounding growth. And the coaching end is going to exceed that expectation by additional five. You're looking at a 12% compounding growth. But 95% of the revenue is generated by 5% of the market. So most coaches aren't making we talked about this not making more than 25k. And so I knew that going in, but I knew that if I just kept sharpening who I was, kept getting better and better and better, kept kept digging in, kept serving, kept coming with the for the right reasons, kept doing the right things, using the right strategies, you know, marketing and innovation that eventually things would shift and it did. And when it shifted, it, everything locked into place. It was like all of a sudden I was like it was like I was sitting behind the wheel, I was flooring it, and all of a sudden the wheel's caught. And that was that. It was a whole other thing.
0: That's awesome. Thanks for yeah. sharing that story. And you did it briefly, succinctly. I love that. in a guess, how long did it, but you didn't answer my question. Yeah. So how long did it take you from zero to 100K? Like what was uh, it? I, I,
1: the 100K I couldn't really give you because again, it was, it was such a, it, it, I think I blew right past it yeah, so yeah, quickly. It.
0: I think it was maybe six months to a year. Got it. All right, cool. So yeah, yeah, we want to put a number to that, right? Because so many times Startup Nation doesn't get that they got to work and it takes time and it's not instant gratifications like I want it to be and they want it to be. So Startup Nation, here's why I invited Stephen on the show. Stephen is going to open up and talk about getting clients and building a marketing strategy around that so that you can rocket ship like he did. Because you're sitting there, and you're struggling, and you're going in circles, and your engine, like he said, in his car is RPMing and you're burning cylinders, and and smoke's coming out, and pistons are shooting, and you're like, this cannot last at this rate. I feel like I'm sinking. I'm going down. I'm going to crash. The car's going to explode. When's it going to break through? When are my tires going to grab? Like- Steven said. So that's why I brought him on the show because I want him to pull you out of the pain that you're actually causing and creating in your own life. Okay. So Steven, let's get right to it. I want sharp answers here, brother. How did you make your first 100k? And what I mean by that is what are the top 3 tips or strategies that you use to build those first few clients right. to get that cash flow in, get that income that made the tires grab and right. rocketed you past your first 100k. Are you clear on the question? Yeah,
1: I'm clear on the question. So, it's three you're looking for three, you're looking for three very clear do this, do this, do this. So, first off, it's marketing. Um, and, and there's a difference between marketing and advertisement. Um, I think advertisement is the, the tax that you pay for not effective branding, that's what I think. And so you gotta have both, right? So the, the advertising is the 3% that are actually looking for a coach, but the other 97% of the people that you come into contact with don't even know what a coach is, and they're not looking for a coach, they're looking for a solution. So the, quest, the first question is, is to find out, really figure out what is your X factor? What is it that you can do that nobody else does. What is the, you know, it's it's a three-step formula, right? Find a need that's not been met, uh, find a way to fill that need and then give it to the client, right? So what is it that you're doing that's providing the impact and what is the impact that you're providing? And once you know that um, and you've got a deep, what we call it a map um, of what's going on and where you need to be, then the next question is, is, how can you provide that solution in a way that's not currently being provided? And this, and, 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 and this goes into every industry that i come into contact with. Most people fall in love with their product or service and not with their client. And when you know what the impact zone that you're bringing, you know, um, 37% of, 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 of 35 to 55-year-old single men suffer from this. Um, and you talk about this. You talk about the problem, not about your product. Then people start looking at you as the expert. People start looking at you as the person that can provide a solution that they're trying to find. And then you can advertise to them. Most people jump straight to the advertising and they can't figure out why nobody's converting, why nobody's buying from them. It's because they don't know you. Like we work, I always tell people, like when people come to us, it's like they come to us because of Tony. It's like, well, how much information did you digest of Tony before you reached out to us? Oh, bunches and bunches. And then I go, well, how much of that, especially when we're talking to the hundred K folks, right? Well then how much of that content do you have out there? And there's like this dead pause on the phone. It's like, well, how much of this information, how much are you letting people know you know? How much, are you, how much are you getting out there from a brand perspective so that people are listening to you, whether they're buying from you or not, and then advertising becomes much easier. So first off, it's really understanding who you are, understanding marketing and advertising. The second piece is being very, very uh, consistent. Most of the time what I find happens is, like for example, if you go out and you look on Facebook or something like that, you'll see... You'll see people that are doing daily um, at uh, five o'clock, every Friday night, I'm doing this, right? And you can slowly see their, their crowd start to swell, the group of people that are following them start to swell, because they're very consistent in their marketing. They're very, they're always there, they're always doing, that. They, they, their, their clients know when to reach out to them, they know when to look, to turn on the, the tube, so to speak. They're very consistent in their, in their growth. And that's, a, it's a machine that you don't stop running. What happens is we don't identify who our client is, and we don't identify what we need to be ca- talking about, and we're not consistent. And then we're very spotty, and we're advertising. in we, It's like we're in Russia speaking Japanese, and our ideal client's in France speaking German, <laughs> right? I get and that. Then, <laughs> right? And then the third piece is you need to continually hone your, your sales skills to make sure that you're, you're always adjusting what you're doing, and you're always sharpening your sword in a way that's effective for your client. Those are the three pieces. Market, uh, effective marketing, um, uh, a structured and, 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 and stable systemization. And the, and the third piece is adjusting that based upon the results that you get.
0: Got it. Man. All right. That was a lot. That was a yeah. lot of nuggets, right? I'm taking <laughs> notes here. My, my, I think ink's running out of my pen or something. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, but that's cool. That's, that's powerful. All right. Startup Nation. Did you get all that? Or do I have to like put this in my show notes for you? Like, like, come on, stop wussing out. Like you get to play this back later. And I recommend you play the show back later because Steven is laying down the law of marketing right here. And it's a powerful, simple principle. It's not easy. It's hard. It's going to suck. You got to stick with it. He's talking about consistency. Stephen, quick personal story here. I do a Facebook Live every morning, seven days a week at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called Daily Holy Hour on Facebook. Daily mm-hmm. Holy Hour, right? And I literally, because I'm all about building faith into your business. So this is my business show, but I also have a faith-based show called Broken Catholic. And I integrate the two because this is who I am. And I'm not going to apologize for it. So I am bringing my voice out there. And and I'm wrestling with the same things like you're talking about right here. So like the Facebook live group, it's a private Facebook group. I don't feel like it's growing fast enough. And I want it yesterday. But I started and I have to be present to this. It's only it's less than 30 days old. we're like, Uh, No, no, that's not accurate. Sorry. It was a 40-day holy hour challenge. Uh, We did the first season and now we're on season two. Day four was today. So we're 44 days in and it went from 11 founding members to slowly increasing because I was consistent every day. We're up to 219 members and growing that are spending an hour a day in silence with their creator every single day to find out their identity, their purpose, and then how to apply that into their business. So I see what you're saying. It's, it's a slow progress, but it's progress, nonetheless, and eventually that progress, I'm I'm guessing, is gonna catch tires. The tires are gonna catch, and it's gonna rocket ship. Is that what I'm hearing you saying?
1: Yeah, you're not gonna anything. Uh, Keith Cunningham said it. He was one of our he's one of our speakers at Business Mastery. He said anything worth doing is worth sucking at. <laughs> <laughs> right. Most people, especially you know the 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 startup the startup nation, we we get in this we get in this this belief system that somehow i should be down the road it's like i should be running this 500 million dollar you know fortune 500 or whatever it's like if you if you if if you equate it to like the difference between a, a a tricycle and a f16 fighter jet right a startup is like your tricycle right and your f16 is like your you know your 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 fortune 500 company well i you know when you talk to those people they always want to be the person that runs that that is the pilot from the tricycle to the f16 i go okay well how much work is it going to take you to get from a tricycle um, uh, uh, pilot to an F-16 pilot? Because most people think that they can, because they can drive the tricycle, well, well, put me in an F-16. Well, the difference between the two is simple. First off, you know, a tricycle, my seven-year-old daughters, they won't even ride their tricycle. They are not. They don't want anything to do with it, right? And because, the you know, you drive around, you get the, you know, you don't have any dials. You get the little jing, 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 jing. That's about it. F-16, you've got. You know, have you ever? I mean, if you've seen the inside of a a cockpit, it's just like. And the reason is simple because the speed, right? Well, tricycle, worst case scenario, get a little boo boo. F sixteen, you're going to crash. How much work are you going to do? How much is it going to take for you to get there? Most people don't commit to the to the path; they commit Mm. to the result. I want to be the pilot. I don't want to do the ten thousand hours. I don't want to go through. I don't want to go through my first forty days. I don't want to go through two hundred. I want two hundred thousand, like active participating focused members now it's like well that's not how the world works it's just not so, how the world
0: works so startup nation i'm uh, you know this is awesome right because i'm getting my own coaching from steven right now and it's a reminder to me that i should be happy with the 200 because literally about 40 days ago i had 11 right and it, <laughs> right. right i and i think when we look at the target and we see how far we are from it that gap we call unhappiness or disappointment. When we look back at where we came from to where we are now, that gap we call happiness oh, wow. and yeah. progress. And, and that's, that's a powerful, powerful insight. And I, I have to re myself because I literally forgot it, right? I <sighs> forgot it. And Stephen, you just re me to that. So thank you for that. And you're right. We, want, uh, we have the skill set of a tricycle operator but we want to operate, we want to pilot a jet without the skill set. Right. And I believe what, the reason why we have to go through the work is to build the skill sets along the way that are necessary in order to operate and fly, furiously fly that, that um, fighter jet that you speak about. All right, let's get, get into it. I love the strategies that you landed them. We're going to do a recap on them. What were the mistakes you made along the way? You, Steven, um, what mistakes did you make? Give me like the two or three, or the one big one that's just like right there. At biggest the mistake.
1: Um, the biggest mistake we that, that I've made is it, it's it's that it's that consistency, right? Um, I'm the type of guy that is a fly by the seat. If you can't tell, right, by the way I move, right? I'm a fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy, and so I've had to really learn to be uh, methodical and consistent in and how I interact so that not not only so that you know where I'm coming from but the other pieces so that I can go back and go okay well that didn't quite work and I can make the without having that systemized way of adjusting um you know if we've got the right oversight right metrics we can tell where we're at we can't tell where how we got there and so there's multiple situations to where it's like okay I've had to check myself there was you know one situation where it's like I had to do a gut check and go okay well what are you doing here are you more about the 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 raw kind of uncertainty the 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 kind of fly by the seat of your pants is that what you want or do you want to really make a difference here it's almost like that ego check i had to really check myself and go what are you really looking to do here are you looking to make a difference or are you looking to be seen because if you're looking to be seen you know go go hold a sign up on the road you're going to get seen there but if you really want to make a difference you've got to be very consistent persistent so that you can grow intelligently and by design and so it cost me a little bit of revenue, and it it, it, cost, me, um, it cost me a little bit of pride in some areas because um, I had to swallow some stuff and step back and go, okay, what do you really want here?
0: That is so powerful. Startup Nation, what a great question. Do you want to be seen, or do you want to make a difference? I mean, that's a serious question to get honest about. And if you want to be seen, get real about that. And, and, and start there, Right. Is it going to work now? Because it's the wrong intention, right? People, people raise up when they're making a difference, right? It's the law of reciprocity. that It pulls you into a larger capacity when you're giving, when you're serving. But when you're selfish, you're, you're detracting. You're, you're taking. You're sucking from. So it actually is going to hold you down, the law of the universe, right? And push you down because you're a taker. You're a shark, man. Don't be a shark. All right, so let's go big for a second. Steven, what do you think is the number one? Why do you think that 90% of entrepreneurs are struggling to make their first 100? Why? Um,
1: I think that uh, why 90% of them struggle is because they don't have the right mindset um, and they don't have the right, so it's like they're running east looking for a skill set, sunset kind of thing. Um, they come at it. Eighty percent of the reason why businesses fail is because they don't have the right mindset. Like I've seen, I was working with a lady in uh, in a Serbia, and she's one of the top gynecologists in the country. And she she's like, "Well, I her problem was that uh, Serbia is becoming modernized, and the people that are coming in in the gynecology industry were not what she would consider good or or healthy in regards to the way that they treated the females. And so she was concerned at the quality of care. And I said, "Well, why don't we scale your business?" And she's like oh, I don't have any resources. I said, you don't have any resources. And she said, I can't find anybody to teach. I said, "Uh, we've got 8 billion people on this planet. You can't find one person to teach. And she's like, you know, you see the mind start to push up against that wall, right? And so we did some work. And fear is what I see most people get locked up in. They're afraid to be like you, raw, real. They're afraid to say, you know what? I'm afraid, I'm scared. They're afraid to reach out for help. They're afraid to do whatever. And they just do what they think will work and that's typically the wrong thing. Well we processed, we stepped through her fear, we did a we did a um, some timeline stuff. We stepped through that. And then later on the, later on down in the day we were having dinner and she pulled me to the side. She said I got this lady and this this lady here. I taught her I actually was in school with her and this guy here and this guy. She had like three or four different doctors that were right in front of her. And I said, uh, Masha was her name. I said Masha I said well, why didn't you Like we were there processing all this. Why didn't you? She said, I just couldn't see it. I just, I couldn't. She said because of her fear, she was so afraid of failing and so afraid of being seen as a failure and which Mm -hmm. was the bigger fear, right? Being seen as a failure was even bigger than failing for her that she couldn't even, she couldn't even see the resources that were literally right there in front of her.
0: That's powerful, right? And Startup Nation, look at what Steven did. How did he start out the show? He started right out by telling you his number one fear. And he put it right out there. He didn't try to look good. He didn't try to avoid looking bad. He put out his number one fear. And because he did that, he got it out of the way. He's now able to show up powerfully, fully present in who he is and being of service to you. So take that lesson from Steven. I think it's valuable. Wherever you go, whoever you meet, start out the conversation. Here's my number one fear right now in my situation. Put it out there. And then... It's not in the way. Then just show up and be and serve. I love it. All right, let's do a quick recap of the wisdom, the power, the strategy of Stephen Tuhigg. That's who you're listening to right now. And you can find him at TonyRobbins.com forward slash team forward slash Stephen hyphen Tuhigg, T-W-O-H-I-G. But we're going to give you a shorter link because Stephen has a gift. So hold on tight. Hold on to your horses. Let me do a quick recap. All right. So Steven says, if you want to get clients and create a powerful marketing strategy for yourself, first there's four steps. Right, Steven, I know you had three. I turned it into four. Forgive me. All right. So one, what's your X factor that no one else can do? What's that one thing? Don't jump into action until you know that one thing. What is it? What's the one thing? Step two, how do you provide that solution, a solution different than anyone else. So it's one thing to know what's that one thing, and then how are you going to provide it unlike anyone else so that it always occurs as new and different because that's what people want to buy. Okay, step three, talk about the problem that your audience is having, not about your product. Talk about the problem that your audience is having, not about your product. What that does is it builds audience and it builds followers and it builds platform and it builds authority because you're talking about the problem and now your audience is going to see you as the expert. That's what Steven says. I agree with this. It's slowly happening to me in my own life. I want it faster, but it's fine. Anyway, step four, be consistent in your marketing. Be consistent in your marketing. So just like you learned from me, I show up every day for the last 44 days, seven days a week at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I do my Facebook Live. And you better believe it sucks on Saturday and Sundays when I want to go out and party and then wake up early the next day and be sharp and be alert and be there for my people. Like it sucks, but that's what it looks like. How much do I want it? How much do you want it? And then finally, Ask yourself this question. Steven says, do you want to be seen or do you want to make a difference in the world? That's man, that just lands the plane. Steven, 60 seconds. Anything you want to add to that? how do I do on the recap?
1: Oh, that was a great recap. Um, Nothing other than to give the gift that Tony wants me to give them.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Hold that gift first. We're going to do the hustle round. This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready, sir?
1: Hang on. All <laughs> right. I'm ready.
0: Let's do it. All right. All right. For my viewing audience, you can, you can see Stephen like almost doing jumping jacks and pushups over here. All right, Steven, what's your favorite sound? Uh, happiness. Stephen, what's your least favorite sound? Uh, my kids crying. What are you most afraid of? Uh, my kid's getting hurt. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business?
1: Worrying about what other people fucking think. Excuse my <laughs> okay. language.
0: Got it. That was French, I think. What yeah. secret fear do you have about people? Uh, that they're better than me. Yeah, which means that you're not good enough, right? That's it all right. ties right in. That's right. All right. What do you wish you had learned sooner in your business?
1: That, that most of my stories are a lie.
0: Mm, you get that startup nation. Steven's got stories in his head. I have stories in my head. You have stories in your head. They're most of them are a lie. What is a new habit you want to form Steven? Uh,
1: consistent, consistently loving myself more.
0: Got that. What's a bad habit you want to break? Uh,
1: consistently beating up myself
0: less. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think if you do the second one, you'll probably get the first one. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So go ahead and pick three words to describe who you are right now.
1: Um, committed, uh, focused, uh, change agent.
0: Got it. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business.
1: Uh, Scared, um, blind and stumbling.
0: Got it. And last question, Stephen, if you could come back to life and tell your family and friends, only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Breathe more. Breathe more. Got it. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K? Um,
1: that it's possible. That um, if you're consistent and persistent and you're willing to push through the pain and stretch your threshold of control, anything that you want is possible.
0: Awesome job. Startup Nation, Stephen has a gift from you from Tony Robbins. Stephen, go for it. What do you got? We, uh,
1: Tony's got a five series video that he created called The Ultimate Business Advantage. Uh, the, the website link, hang on here, let me get this so that I'm looking at it. It's UBA for Ultimate Business Advantage and then dot Tony com. And what that is, is that's a five series video where Tony's going to talk to you about that X factor. He's going to talk to you about, and uh, we're going to go into socially facilitated selling, online reputation. We do a little piece on accounting as well. It's, it's a fairly solid five video series that Tony's created um, to really help you get, get past that 100K mark.
0: Got it. Go ahead and repeat that URL again, please.
1: That's UBA for Ultimate Business Advantage dot uh, Tony Robbins eCourse dot com.
0: No hyphens okay. between any of that.
1: Thank no you. hyphens. UBA dot dot com.
0: Awesome, Startup Nation. You'd be an idiot not to go and get that right now. Go to that link and get that right now. Would you do something for yourself? Stop being a wuss. Start being a winner is how you do it you take what's right in front of you just you like, just like Stephen said shared that story about that gal that he was coaching answers are right in front of you you just can't see them ask for help get the coaching you need here's here's what it is uh steven what's the best way for people my audience startup nation to get in touch with you personally
1: i'll probably be facebook i do a lot of work on facebook so if you just search for me Stephen tuig uh senior so Steven, S-T-E-V-E-N, Tuig, T-W-O-H-I-G, and then Senior, S-R. Um, I've got a personal page, which is full, but I've got a fan page. that's just filling up fairly quickly. So I uh, would love to, and I throw in content, content up there all the time as well.
0: Very cool. So Startup Nation, you've been listening to Steven Tuig here on First 100K Podcast, where I am teaching you how to make your first $100,000 or your next $100,000 And 90% of the reason why you're not is a mindset. You just need to shift your mindset. It's the mental game of entrepreneurship. That's what we're here to do is to break that down, give you a clear path, give you access so that you go create the life that you actually want. Steven, thanks for being on the show, my friend. I wish you you peace. I wish you love and your next 100K. (laughs) Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Thank you for what you do. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with but won't admit. we got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.